Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and I want to thank you for joining me today. I am... I'm in the thick of it right now, and I wanted to to kind of talk about a topic that's been on my mind, and I wish that it had only been on my mind for like a week, but I literally come back to it, I think, yearly, and that is, how can I make my business more evergreen? How can I make my products available evergreen and still keep that sense of, not scarcity, but the urgency that, oh, you need this, and you need this now? How do I stop doing so many live launches and do something that's a little bit more automated, but still includes me, has enough of my personal whatever in it? And and what I've noticed is that a lot of people are rushing to go evergreen. And I totally get it because, you mean, you just heard me. The idea is really appealing. It's appealing to have like a sales funnel all set up that like leads people through the through the launch process automatically whenever they opt into your site and then they purchase and they become customers. You make money while you sleep, all that stuff. All that stuff sounds really appealing. It like lowers the stress level of the launches, which are more scheduled events, event style launches. And that's something that I crave too. I crave that that launch that's not so like, ah. Uh, I mean, there is a rush when you're doing those scheduled launches. It means everything has to be done in advance. And then, bam, it's go time. But that's why it feels so, I mean, so much nicer to have this thing that's up and running. But what's it going to take? That's the question. I've been backing myself into it, I feel like, for the last two years by first offering from the get-go, a completely evergreen program that I know is there, an alternative. So it was my way of not turning Fearless Launching because at the time, honestly, I was having a, a mental block on how can I make ever, uh, Fearless Launching more evergreen? How can I still – is it possible for me to just put it out there, make it available, and that's it? Yes, but it doesn't – you can't just put it up in your shop page and then hope for the best – sit there crossing your fingers waiting for the sale to come in. So I knew that what I really wanted because I just couldn't figure that problem out. That que- I couldn't figure out the answer to that question. So I said, you know, the other problem that people are having is this to-do list, this overwhelming to-do list of things you need to get done during a launch. So why don't I just create something delivered every single day to people, you know, make that into a program. So I created the launch walkthrough and that was my kind of first step into an evergreen product that didn't require me to be there on live calls or doing one-on-one sessions or anything like that. So I ask you, can you do it a little bit at a time? Is there a secondary offering that you can create that solves one of the issues related to maybe your bigger signature program? And then you know, think about that because not to say that you can't turn that bigger program into your evergreen, but I do think, so with a program, and I'm going to just keep using the word evergreen, so I'm sorry if you just hear that over and over and over again this <laughs> this episode, but what it really takes to have a working evergreen funnel 
an, a process is that you basically need to be able to run, run a successful launch in a more automated way. So you need to have emails that, that work, that get opened. You need emails that people click on. You need a sales page that is kind of stands on its own and people know what they're getting. You do need to kind of find ways to help people make their sales decision without you giving them a deadline unless you use unless you use deadlines and maybe you do a more evergreen style launch without it being truly automated. So there are a lot of things to think about with this evergreen funnel. So with a smaller product, I knew that I was I felt like a little less attached to it. So I was able to say, okay, I'm going to create a sample, a sample sequence. The sequence is going to sell people into the program. And what I discovered actually over, and I think I've mentioned this in past episodes of the, of the podcast, but what I discovered was that, sure, uh, copies of, not copies, but memberships into that launch walkthrough program did sell, but they only sold really well if I did specific timed promotions. So this is what I've been struggling with. You know, I would send um, a ton of ads, let's say traffic to the launch walkthrough and send them, send those people through the sample sequence. And I'm trying to do that on a fairly regular basis. I'm still doing it. And basically look at where people were purchasing, where they were falling off, where they weren't opening emails, what they were opening. And so over time, I've been iterating, you know, there's been constant iteration happening with emails, with things on the sales page, and then, you know, me trying out the specific timed launches where I will send out three emails during a week, just a very week-long promotion, a Black Friday promotion. And those are when it sells better. So people need that decision, I'm pretty sure, (laughs) need that deadline and decision. So that's why... Even though that's a very evergreen program, I'm still having to do some things that are not so evergreen. So I would say, can you do it a little bit at a time? Can you do it with a smaller product, maybe a less expensive product? I do think that if you're interested in this, you should definitely pick up – I don't even know if it's available anymore actually. David Setman Garland has like an evergreen process that he takes things through. So you might want to see if he still has that. The next thing I think you should think about is if you are rushing to turn this into an automated launch thing, cycle, ask yourself how your sales have done during the live launch. Because if they haven't done so well, then my, my kind of take on that is that you need to get them working live first. Because all those same elements, those same sales and marketing tools that you're using to sell during the live launch are going to be the same ones you use during the evergreen launch. So think to yourself, how can I get the sales conversions at a better place live before I turn them into this evergreen product? Because it's actually going to be more of a struggle with less of a deadline unless you you know, use there are certain tools that you can do to kind of give that feeling of a deadline, and you can certainly turn off and on your own email sequences during. You know, maybe you decide like once a month I'm going to do an in quotes launch, air quotes launch. Um, and then also the this this kind of tip regarding rushing to evergreen was really eye opening for me. So I am I'm in Amy Porterfield's Profit Lab. And 
she recently sent out one piece of training, which was amazing, but she just asked a really smart question about filling your funnel with like enough people. So it is kind of like an experiment. So you're not like just like a survey. If you have, if you have like, let's say a 10,000 person list and five people respond, well, that's not really a good sample of your list. You want to get way more people. You want to push it, get more people to give you feedback. In the same way, you need more people going through this launch sequence, whether it's a live sequence or an evergreen sequence. So again, that's, that's the case for keeping it live longer, but also once you do have it evergreen to kind of decide, is this working or not? You need enough people to go through. And my kind of push to that question is, do you have enough people in there going through it? But do you have enough money to maybe invest maybe in Facebook ads in whatever you've got to do to and time to fill that funnel? You really need enough people and you need that focus, that attention on what you're doing in order to see, is this actually working or not? Because if you just get 10 people to go through it and they just randomly find your site, well, that's not really enough information now, is it? Now, if 10 people go through the go through it and like two people purchase, you're like, wow, maybe this is working. Maybe that's what you need to see. But I do think that sometimes those results don't come as quickly as we think they're going to. And I just have seen people basically decide not to offer their evergreen automated way because of that. And I I do think you need a a bigger control group to go through it. Related to this, and I just said the word focus, but are you willing to focus your attention on this funnel, on the cycle, the launch cycle, whatever it is, whether you're still doing the live cycle or you're doing the evergreen cycle? And if you're not willing to focus, you can't just write emails or put your, put your, let's say your last launch that you did, you can't just pop your emails in a sequence and expect them to necessarily work unless they were working like crazy before, but you still have to focus. You still have to see what's working. You have to see, you have to kind of know where people are coming into, to the sequence. You have to know what people, if people are leaving the list, where are they leaving? You have to know what people are clicking on. So if you're willing to put in the time and maybe, maybe invest again in someone who's going to be watching that and helping you identify what's working and what's not, but focused attention is really important. Um, and then also what is your ongoing plan? Are you planning on just is your plan and, and your plan can be simple. Your plan can be, I'm going to do automated webinars. Well, I'm going to do Facebook ads that lead to the automated webinar that's going to lead to um, the sales page. Done. That's that's my ultimate goal. Like whatever, like whatever it is for you. So it could it could also be, you know what? I'm just going to do. There's going to be a three part video series, a sales video, and that's what's going to get them to it. Okay, so that's your goal, but how are people getting in? So you still need that as part of the plan. And that actually leads to my next point, which is how are you going to, like in an ongoing basis, drive people through that series, whatever it is, whether it's a cheat sheet, whether it's a cheat sheet that leads to a webinar, whether it's a webinar that leads to a series of emails, how are you going to get them into that funnel so that you know you're actually getting, you're, you're going to be getting some information. You can't just put it up there and then 
just do a little bit of social media. Social media can be part of that funnel, like part of the way that you're driving people there. But this is your chance to actually use things like content marketing, mentioning things in podcasts. Like for instance, I will tell you that right now I'm creating, I'm I'm basically redoing a webinar. I'm tightening it up, making it better and plan on doing it in August. So my goal is really for myself, I know that I want to present better. So for the near, the extended future, I will be doing live webinars and I'm just going to commit to it right now, right in front of you guys that I plan on doing them very often, not just once a month, not even, we're going to start with twice a month and then we're going to work up from there. But I feel like that is what has kind of revealed itself this year to me as something that not only do I enjoy doing, but actually does work when I'm launching. So I really am, I'm, I'm committed to making that work and because I want fearless launching to grow in a different way. And for me, doing the timed launches just doesn't appeal to me as much anymore because when I work with clients, that's fun because it's all new stuff, but I need to kind of change the way I launch fearless launching so I can stay invested and interested and also bring some new training to the mix because the very fact that I'm going through this process and trying to be as transparent as possible is actually hope, hopefully going to be included in Fearless Launching once I kind of get past this point. So I'm always reporting inside Fearless Launching what's happening, getting feedback there, getting feedback from people, jumping on the phone with Fearless Launchers and just finding out what it is that they need, want, what they like, don't like. So I'm constantly iterating already, but this I think really is a huge departure from how I've done launches in the past. I prefer to work on a launch team and when when i'm working with clients when i'm when i'm the client when i'm my own client i have a really tough time i won't lie because i am a project manager launch manager producer so i'm already trying to keep all the like naturally i'm wired to manage pieces and manage moving parts and push things forward and get people moving but if it's your launch and you're the creator It's very hard to be in that mode and I have yet to find someone who can actually stay ahead of me and I'm like, well, how can I hire – like that's actually what I would need is a full team and somebody else managing that full team. So up until now, I've literally been dragging my feet. I have a skeleton crew that's kind of available to me during the off season and when I launch, I bring other people in to do things for me if I need them. But often – I do like doing them alone only because it adds extra work. When I've hired people in the past, it literally drove me insane in the membrane to try to keep – try to like – I want someone to be ahead of me and no one has been ahead of me. So that's that's my struggle and it's me not letting go as well and I totally know that. But this is why I know that this kind of a – a structure for my launches may work better for me, at least for fearless launching. And I'm not just not to say that I won't do live launches, but I want to have the freedom to try new things. And don't be surprised if I do a video series at some point, because being someone who teaches about launching, I do have to try all these things, whether they work or not, so that I can share what what I've done with my students. So The final thing I wanted to kind of share with you, and actually not the final thing, the second to final thing is what's going to, this is, this is actually the key, I think, to evergreen launches and ones that are 
you know, start with ads. And even if you have a more live launch, but let's just say you're using a, um, an automated webinar, let's just say you're doing affiliates, whatever, whatever the case is, like this is good for live or not live. You have to think about what piece of material or materials are going to be your main sales decision tool. Like how are people going to make that decision? Too many times in the past, I've seen people with hefty opt-in content that was really a lot to get through. So it's it's really important to not only know your audience so you know what they can actually consume in order to make their decision, but you also have to be kind of knowledgeable about human psychology in general in that... It might be easier to get people onto a live webinar or a live Q&A and maybe send them a shorter downloadable instead of a longer one. The longer one can still be super valuable, but it is, is it their primary decision-making thing, marketing asset? So ask yourself, what are, you, what are you hoping really makes their decision? Like, for instance, I just went through a client's uh, three-video series and she gives amazing content in this. I'm not going to out her right now because she's still working on her kind of back end and stuff. But she gives some amazing content. They're great videos, but there's one video that does it. And I think that is the video that's going to be the deciding factor. So if she can get people to that video, that's where she's going to win. That's all I got to say about that. So you have to think about, is there a piece of content in your whole launch cycle that's really going to be the deciding factor? You can make it just a webinar, that that is what you, where you want to do the selling. You can make it a specific piece of content, maybe in the series of content. You can, but I, I just feel like you want people to head into that sales video or that sales page already kind of knowing what they want and that they want to work with you and they, and they love you and they want to work with you. So the better things are working during the live launch the easier time you'll have it during the evergreen launch. There there are definitely different challenges in both because the final kind of point here is that evergreen launches are not a set it and forget it situation. In fact, you are constantly iterating. There's lower stress, but it's an ongoing evaluation, you know, setting like mini goals, testing those goals, testing those hypotheses out and then moving on to the next thing or not moving on to the next thing, but trying something else, making micro adjustments in what you're doing, making um, a slight tweak in an email, making a slight headline tweak, maybe changing a color, maybe changing a button. And it's got to be really monitored by someone who can help you figure out what everything means. And that's why I say just keep your funnel in quotes simple. If it's a video series, great. If it's a blog series, great. If it's a webinar, great. Now you can do a combo of some of those things, but the simpler it is for you to create, the simpler it is going to be for the people to consume. And and then, like I said, it's not a set it and forget it type of situation. You do have to first put a lot of attention towards it to create this whole cycle, to make sure that it's working, to make sure people get what they're supposed to, when they're supposed to. And you've got to be open to iteration because that's going to have to happen over time. 
So I'm excited. I'm excited to be doing this for Fearless Launching because Fearless Launching to me has always been something that I want to turn into more of a community with resources. And right now I am in creation mode for resources that have been requested from the Fearless Launchers that I've some things I've gotten emails from you guys and I'm just excited for that and I'm excited to do this launch workshop often for you so that no matter where you are, no matter if you enroll in Fearless Launching or not, that you can always take another step, take the next step, get things off the ground because sometimes Dudes, that's all it takes is getting off the ground. I was just thinking, my daughter, she plays this video game and she was really excited because she got bird form. So now she'd bird form. But I just remember what she said. She's like, yeah, you have to jump off the ground first and then click to become a bird. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Of course, I'm thinking all metaphorically about it. Like, oh, right. I have to jump off the ground first. Like you have to get off the ground, press the go button, and then you'll fly. Now, it's not going to always be like it's not going to it's not going to guarantee that your evergreen launch or your evergreen system or product is going to do well, but at least you'll have you'll know what you need to just get off the ground if you kind of follow some of the things that I share today. So, let me just repeat those questions one more time for you. So, and if you want, I can actually, I may just put, look down below in the show notes and you might find a little goodie from me to help you just to take these questions with you and kind of talk through them with your accountability partners, your team, maybe a business coach, maybe your your mom. <laughs> and the questions are, can you do it a little bit at a time? Is there a smaller version of your product or that kind of is a different take on what you already know in your main product. Uh, maybe it's a, maybe it's a small piece of your product, not an offshoot, not a Cliff Notes version, but an offshoot uh, that you can practice this out with. Number th- uh, well, number two is your sales conversion already good live. So if that question, if that answer is no, then that means to me that you have, you can still be working on all these pieces, but you got to do more things live. You still need the benefit of the deadline and the urgency, the urgency of that deadline and a little bit of scarcity if you can throw that in as well um, with bonuses and different things you can do there like price increases. Next, can you invest to fill your funnel? Because you need to, you need enough people in there in order to know if it's actually going to work. So really be clear on how many people have actually gone through what you already have done maybe in your past launches. Next, are you willing to focus and iterate and spend time getting getting really into the stats and looking at what's working and what's not? Because it's not going to work unless you can unless you're able to or unless you're able to get the help of someone to look at those pieces. And then what is your plan? What is going to be your ongoing plan to promote this product, to market this product, and to sell this product in a way that it's always going? So it's not just my plan is to put this product up on the shop. No, what is your ongoing plan? Is it, it could be a mix of promotion, content marketing, webinars, and some other stuff, but you do need to make that plan so that you know what your focus is. Otherwise, you're just like, I don't know why it's not working. That guy didn't buy. That one person who went through my funnel or who went through my email sequence or that one person who saw my automated webinar, they didn't buy. Well, maybe you don't have enough people in there yet. Um, And then one other thing I didn't mention is 
create some sort of way to get feedback from these people who do go through. So even if you've got 10 people that have gone through and they haven't haven't purchased, can you reach out to them? Can you ask them why they didn't or what they really need or what what maybe held them back from purchasing or whatever? You need to get information. This is so you're going to be, you know, testing testing then getting information, it making some iteration, make some changes, and then starting that cycle over and over again. You don't just give up if people don't buy within the first month. You do have to kind of keep keep changing and revising little by little the plan and the pieces in your cycle to to get where you want to be. And I want to know, I want to know from you because we're going to wrap it up right now, but I want to know from you If you've ever tried to turn your product to evergreen, what were the results? What worked? What didn't? And you can leave a comment below in the show notes, or you can just send me an email or send me a, send me a, um, what is it? A voice memo. If you have iPhone, record a voice memo and I'll include you on the next show because I want to talk about this some more. I want to talk about the need to go evergreen, why everybody feels, I feel like everybody's going evergreen right now or everybody, Maybe I'm just more tuned into it. So I don't know. Anyways, I would love to hear from you. In the meantime, also head over to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. It's at the Fearless Launching Show and you can just go into iTunes and search for that and subscribe, leave a review and a rating. I would be so, I would love that. Also, I would love to know what... What's str- what are you struggling with right now? Tell me how I can support you. And don't forget, head over to that shop so you can actually see the first kind of piece of me bringing, bringing Fearless Launching a little bit more often to the world. All right? All right. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you very soon. <laughs>